The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. to Everyday Spirituality with your host, Kimberly Tobin. Using religion as a foundation, we can broaden and even break its boundaries in order to explore and strengthen our spirituality. Our program is designed to bring faith into your life, however you may interpret it. It's not just for hard times. It's not for services once a week or only a few times a year. It's in everything around you. You can use spirituality to make the world around you a better place. Now, here is Kimberly Tobin. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on my very first show. I have an amazing guest, uh, Lisa Marie Rosati, who will be joining us in just a moment. But since this is my first show, I wanted to give you an idea of what it's all about. I created this safe and sacred space to meet you where you are on your journey. You'll find that we have many things in common starting with the deep yearning that there has to be more. I believe that more is a deeper connection with spirit, source, God, higher power, whatever you call it. This community will support you, your questionings, your growing, and pushing the comfort zone so that your faith continues to become stronger in good times and in bad. Like I said, I've invited amazing guests, all from different spiritual practices, to share with you the ways that they walk in their faith. Some of their beliefs will resonate with you and some may not. I ask that you be willing to lower your boundaries, your barriers, to welcome new thoughts, ideas, and feelings. My intention with each show is that you experience several ahas and a couple holy crap moments that help you walk in your authentic spiritual path every day day. And speaking of amazing guests, I would like to welcome in business mentor and life expert Lisa Marie Rosati. She is the creatrix of the Goddess Lifestyle Plan and Sugar-Free Goddess, expert columnist for Aspire Magazine, international best-selling author, and high priestess of the International Goddess Lifestyle Sisterhood. Let me try that one again. And High Priestess of the Goddess Lifestyle Sisterhood and School of Magical Living. Believing that women can have it all, Lisa has created a thriving global brand that teaches women how to step into their feminine power in each key area of their life. It's Lisa's passion to teach ambitious, soulful women how to create an abundant, purpose-filled, vibrant, healthy life and a prosperous laptop business they love. Lisa, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Kim. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to share this space with you and and be your first guest. What an honor. I'm the one that's honored. I, I have to tell you all, Lisa is an amazing leader. I have been privileged enough to be part of her sisterhood for the last couple of years. And she is a leader that um, that leads by example. She doesn't sit on her pedestal and 
think make you think that every minute of every day of her life is perfect. She meets us where we are and you know, sometimes in the ditches and then she shares what she's going through. So with that, I have grown every time that I am part of your sisterhood. So thank you again for creating that space for all of us wonderful women. Oh, gosh, that made my heart smile. Well, it is my it is my life's work. And thank you for the affirmation. I love the women in my community, especially in my sisterhood, my inner circle. And doing this work is a pure joy for me. And and I know it's what I was meant to do. So thank you so much for that. Oh, you are so welcome. As you know, or may not know that today's show is called You Can Can't Pour from an Empty Jar. I think as women, we are such multitaskers that we tend to run on empty or low, and sometimes we don't even know about it. Are you finding that with your clients? Oh, gosh, yes. I mean, I think it's, it, I think it's part of the, uh, the culture at this point, although I think there is a lot of awareness. The light of awareness is being um, shined on that topic because so many women are experiencing burnout, but it's really the way that we're wired. We're wired to give of ourselves uh, to, to the people and the things in our life we love. That's how women are hardwired. And, mm-hmm. you know, when we, like for, as being a mom, I can speak from my own personal experience. Being a mom, it was very hard for me not to put uh, my, children, my children's needs before my own needs. And this is all very necessary when you have an infant or a toddler, but when it's right. a teenager going, ma, get me something to drink, and you get up from what you're doing and go get your teenager something to drink, you have to say, hey, what am I, what am I doing here? Like, they can get me a drink, you know? But we are so conditioned to do, do, do for our children, for the people in our life we love, for the, for the causes we love, that self-care kind of gets put lower and lower on our priority list. And we end up taking care of everybody else before ourselves and hence the burnout and trying to pour from an empty vessel. Yes, very much so. I can remember um, after having my kids and, you know, as a new mom, your world revolves around them. And I just thought it was appalling that when you would get on the airplane, they would say, put your mask on first. Like, I yeah. can't do that. You know, you got to do it before you, the kids have to come first. And I didn't yeah. quite understand that until after, you know, they were grown and I did experience burnout. But I have noticed that some of the signs with my clients, what are some of the signs of being empty or burned out that you recognize? Because I'm not sure that women going through it really know that they're burned out. Yeah. Well, that's a great question. I mean, it could show up in so many different ways, but some of the ones that are coming immediately to me could be um, lack of lack of enthusiasm in your life. I mean, uh, not sleeping well or wanting to go to sleep very early, checking out the se- out out of life the second you can in the day. Uh, weight gain even can be a, a side effect of burnout for women irritability. I mean, it could go on and on. It shows up very differently for different people because uh, when we are experiencing burnout, we tend to turn to our coping mechanism. And everybody else, everybody has their own ways of coping, right? So Mm -hmm. it could show up in many, many different ways. But what is definitely for sure, uh, it it will manifest, eventually it manifests physically in the, in the, um, in, in, in the way of like adrenal burnout, uh, this ease of the body, 
uh, you know, it starts as an internal thing, uh, a feeling we're having. And if we're not honoring that feeling we're having, it will take physical form in the way of disease. You know, that is so true. I have experienced that myself, and I can't tell you how many of my clients um, are experiencing that or it took that to go, okay, I, I need to change. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. here's your wake-up call. Because I believe that spirit whispers, you know, it's not nor- necessarily a scream until it gets to that point where, okay, you know, you're either f- laying flat in bed, going to camp move, or, you know, some other dis-ease that, you know, spirit goes, okay, you're going to pay attention now. Right, right. Well, the thing about spirit is, is that it will keep whispering, and mm-hmm. the whisper begins to get louder and louder until I affectionately... Uh, what I affectionately call you get slammed by a cosmic two by four. And that's when you're laid out or you get a diagnosis or your life implodes, a relationship in, that's important to you implodes. Uh, you know, things like that are wake up calls. They, they're there to, to shake us up, but they're not there to punish us. They're there to get our attention. The, right. the goal, I think, for every empowered woman and, you know, because I mainly I work primarily with women, I'll speak always just to women, but for all humans. I think our, our work here is to start to listen or notice, have discernment when the whisper is there so that we can bypass the cosmic two by four. They're just not fun. No, no, they're not. And, and they come in, like you say, all different ways, whether it's a, you know, a, a blowout in the highway or it's an illness or a relationship ends or, or something. It, it's going to um, definitely get your attention. And, and I feel like I know both of us were authors on the midlife transformation book. And I have found that that seems to be the clients that I'm attracting as well, that we're in that period of our life. And it's spirit has said, okay, this is your wake up call. It's, it's time to, to make a change. And, but then again, some of us don't even know how to do that, to take the first step to, um, yeah. You, you know, acknowledging it is the first step, you know, but where do you go from there? Yeah, because many of the times I think when, when and I'll speak from my own personal experience and also from the feedback and, and what I see in my own clients is when you don't know where to start, it's usually because you're, you're looking at the situation too closely. You know, whenever you create some healthy space or you can almost pull your vision up to almost those heavenly realms, like take some distance, look at it from a bird's eye view and how right. I do that is symbolically. It's, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, we could get very, very messed up. I think humans can get very, very tangled up in the mundane. Like th- this is a face value. You know, this happened, so, you know, this must be the reason why. There's always underlying currents, and I truly believe that source and spirit and the divine speaks to us very symbolically. So what helps me and, and how I help my clients is helping them rise up and take, a, take almost like a, um, a divine view of the situation. Symbolically, what is that showing you? What is this struggle? What is this, uh, what is this tragedy in your life trying to show you or tell you? And if you could look at it from that place of distance, healthy space, you usually can figure out the first step out. Right. I totally agree. I totally agree. Now, we're getting ready to go to break. And when we come back, I want to uh, discuss a little bit more on ways that um, we can acknowledge that we're running on empty and steps that we could take to start filling up. So while we're, when we come back... 
while we're gone, keep thinking of that. And when we come back, Lisa, I will get your input on that. You bet. All right. Thank you. The Voice America Women's Channel. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Voice America Women's Channel. into Everyday Spirituality with Kimberly Tobin. We'd love to hear from you with questions and comments about the show. Send an email to Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Again, that's Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Now, back to Everyday Spirituality. Welcome back, everyone. I am here with Lisa Marie Rosati, and we're talking about burnout, some of the ways we've experienced it, some of the symptoms. And what I'd like to discuss now with Lisa is what do we, where do we go from here? Acknowledging that we are burned out is a big step, but now what? Lisa, can you tell us some of the ways that um, work best for you? Absolutely. Well, first of all, I believe that the way for women to figure out once they, once they've identified, you know what, I feel not great. Like, you know, our, our natural state is supposed to be one of joy or ease and prosperity, abundance. These are our natural states. If we're not feeling that vibration, I think that's a pretty good indicator that something's out of alignment. Whether it's something is out of alignment in your life, you are not congruent, and that's a word that I'm constantly not only striving for within my own life, but I teach. Congruence is probably the most important word in, as far as an action for yourself. Um, to me, when you're congruent, you're in flow, you're abundant, you're healthy, life is flowing, 
you feel like you're going with the current instead of trying to paddle a little canoe upstream, which feels like shit. So the point is congruence. And basically what being congruent is in, in really, really simplistic terms is that your, your words, your thoughts, and your actions are all in alignment. So what you're saying is what you're doing, and it's what you're thinking. They're all in alignment. And believe it or not, that's a really hard place to be. It sounds really simple, but it's not because we have all, you know, humans have all these, you know, human things we stumble on. And of course, you know, past wounds and triggers that come in, uh, fears, fears that come up that stop us from being congruent. So congruence is very, very important. But once you identify that you're out of alignment or that you're burnt out or something's not feeling just good at all, the, the first place I say to start is, and I always, it's, a, it's an exercise that's given immediately, take a very realistic look at each key area of your life. There's 12 I've identified in my, my signature system for the Goddess Lifestyle Plan. Mm-hmm. You know, one, one, one key area is health and wellness. Another key area is financial. Another key area is me time. Another key area is your home environment as far as the way it looks. Because believe it or not, women are very, very attached to beauty, whether they realize that or not. We love beauty. And I know that women, especially that are attracted to my work, are attracted to beauty in all of its forms, nature and beautiful spaces, whatever beauty, beautiful spaces look like to them. But we love to look at beautiful things and you know, organization is, poor, is important in a space. Then there's another key area that talks about your authentic style. Are you really expressing who you are through your dress, through your hairstyle, through your sacred adornments, which is jewelry and other things like that? You know, so taking a look at which key areas are working for you and then also determining or identifying which key areas are not working for you. And that's place number one because... There's a, there's a saying, and I'll paraphrase it, that no wind is favorable to a sailor without a destination. But you need to know where you're at so that you could charter a course to where you want to go. So knowing where you are in this moment. And to tell you the truth, my, my key areas can, can shift from month yeah. to month. I could be doing great in that in the financial area one month and then... Something could happen that I get kind of wiped out in the financial, and then I feel I feel maybe not not as happy in that area. I don't feel as abundant in that area. So the point is, it's changing all the time. These are things we need to take time. Women need to take time in their lives all the time to say, "Am I happy here? Am I not happy here? Is this working for me? What am I tolerating that I shouldn't be tolerating anymore? What habits am I doing that's self sabotaging my ultimate goal?" And then getting congruence. So in other words, getting into alignment with your thoughts, your words, and your actions with your goal. All right. Another thing that is very, very important to women is we forget at a certain point in our lives, we forget what we really enjoy doing. Yes. Because, and that's the one thing that came up over and over again with my mm-hmm. private clients. I'd always say, what hobbies do you have? And they'd look at me and go, hobbies? And I'd go, yeah, yeah. what I don't have hobbies. And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, I've, been, um, I've been raising kids or I've been mm-hmm. in my career. I said, well, what did you love doing as a child? 
And they'd sit quiet for a little bit. And all of a sudden, they'd look at me and go, I used to love to paint. Or I used to love to ride my bicycle. Or I used to love to swing on the swing set. Mm -hmm. We we forget to play once we become an adult. And there's there's something that makes me laugh all the time. It's, I'm not in the mood to adult today. I'm, I don't want to adult today. And that's such a true statement. Like, when was the last time you didn't adult? We don't do that because we have all this responsibility. So that's true. And my daughter does the same thing. She'll say, right? I, I don't want to adult today. Adulting sucks. I don't want to adult. <laughs> Adulting does suck. And, but we don't give ourselves the time or right. the space. And we don't mark it in our calendar to just not adult. Mm-hmm. And that could cause burnout because you need to play. And I'll, I'm going to tell you, I'm not a relationship coach, but I'm going to tell you straight up. I have seen great compatible people, their relationship tank because they stop playing. They stop playing with each other. They start playing in life. And, yes. you know, that, that makes me think, I don't know why that, that, that line in the shining, you know, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy or something like yeah. that. So I think there's a lot of truth to it. A lot of wisdom I do too. to the fact that we need to get back in touch with what we love doing as a child and, or we, what we would love to do. What is your decadent thing to do? What is, what is a treat to you? I know for me, it's whipping open my iPad to my texture app and just sitting on the sofa and looking at design magazines and Magnolia mm-hmm. magazines. But do you think I, I give myself that permission? No, I have to yeah. put it in my schedule. I right. usually try to do it on a Sunday or at night before it's late. And I'll just mm-hmm. sit and say, you know what? I'm just going to sit and look at my magazines because that to me is a decadence since I started yeah. my career. All well, these you know, things are very back important. to one. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no. I'm just saying these things of really doing the things we love doing that feel decadent in our day mm-hmm. helps us keep from burning out. And it's, those are things how we can identify where to begin. And that's so true. One of the things I have found with my clients, one of the very first questions I ask is, what is your favorite color? And you would be surprised how many people can't answer that. Now, they may say, oh, well, it's green. Well, why? Why is it green? Oh, that's my husband's favorite color. Or mm-hmm. my daughter told me I look good in that color. Or you know, they don't have a real connection to themselves. It, you know, it's all because somebody else likes it or somebody else has told them they look good in it. Or, you know, you'd be surprised how many we have done so much for everyone else up, you know, through our lives, whether it's our kids or whether it's our spouses, whether it's our work, you know, our family, whatever it may be, that we lose touch of who we are. And I think that that causes the burnout, too. And just like you said, you got to start from the basics and start asking questions and start, what did you like to do when you were younger? What is your favorite color? What, you know, where can you go from here? I think that's one of the very first steps in getting out of the burnout. Right. If you need to know yourself, I mean, Listen, there's, there's no secret uh, that my, my work in the world is about helping my clients have, attain a level of self-mastery. Having self-mastery means that you get yourself. And anybody who knows me, and Kim, you know me pretty darn well. You know my favorite color. I know you do. I talk about it all the time. And I talk about why I love it. You know, it's like, you know, you should know these things about yourself, the nuances, what you love, what you don't love, what's a deal maker, what's a deal breaker. You need to know yourself. Self-mastery is the key to happiness, I believe. You know yourself. Even when your situation sucks, 
if you know why you're in resistance to it, you, you already feel like you've got a handle on the situation as opposed to being a victim of your own life. Bingo. And I was just going to say that it, you, it, one of the steps is getting out of the victimhood of your situation. Yeah. When yeah. you're a victim, sure. you're powerless. Right. But, but here's the thing. If you don't know who you are and what makes you tick and why you feel the way you feel and maybe a past trigger that isn't quite healed, but you're identified that, when something is triggering you, you're able to say, okay, this is rearing its ugly head again. How can I handle this in an empowered way instead of just letting light, you know, instead of reacting all the time? Self-mastery is the key, I believe. Oh, I so, so agree with that. You are so good at teaching feminine power. Can you explain to me what you feel that feminine power is? Well, feminine power to me, and it's such a humongous, I think it's such a, it's such an epic, like two words, right? Feminine power. Mm -hmm. What is that? That to me, that's a woman who knows herself, who taps into the divine that lives within herself and then responds to life through that power. That is deep. That is really, really good. Yeah. It's not walking into a boardroom and acting like a man because they have a job in corporate. It's not any of that. It's being able to take it all in, whatever's going on around her, and then respond to it. That is feminine power. And being feminine is being open to hear things you don't really want to hear, being receptive, thinking of the big picture instead of just the me in the situation. These are all ways that we tap into our feminine power. And, you know, there's, like I said, as from, from the ch- moment we're born, we're downloading experiences, many of them not pleasant experiences. They cause these things we call triggers, right? And mm-hmm. triggers stack. And you either get a handle on your triggers, understand where they come from, begin to start to heal them as best as you can. Because, listen, we, we, we all heal and transform on a spectrum, There's a trajectory we have to take. We take a few steps forward and a few steps back, and that's the human condition. So we have to honor that as well. But it's about standing in the truth of who you are, having the courage to do that, and having the courage to be vulnerable enough to say, that really hurt, or that really stinks, or I belly flopped. And that's the way that I always have led. And you did mention that when when you were introducing me. I do lead that way, because if I made my life out to be the perfect shiny thing, uh, you know... Who could relate to me? None of us have that experience. I've had major belly flops. And I think that those are my greatest teaching moments because sometimes I haven't really been very elegant about re, you know, responding to them. Sometimes I've reacted to them, but then I've caught myself and I glean the learning, the wisdom out of it, and then I'm able to teach from that place. Instead of me acting this way, this would have been much more healthy. So I think feminine power is really tapping in to the most healthy and powerful version of you possible. I so agree. You know, we're getting ready to go to break again. And when we come back, I would like to, you know, discuss this feminine power more. You know, what what's the myth that keeps most women stuck and, and not creating their goddess life? So while we're gone, think about those steps of, of being a, in your feminine power and what that means to you. And we'll be right back. 
Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. For women, the pressure to achieve is stronger, the work hours longer, and the struggle for respect and authority more complex than ever. You want guidance on how to succeed, and you are not alone. You're invited to take your coffee break with Game Changers on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern for our special series, Game Changing Women. Powerful women leaders will help you make sense of it all, analyze how you can change the game, and share their playbooks. Game Changing Women, presented by SAP on the Business Channel. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. into Everyday Spirituality with Kimberly Tobin. We'd love to hear from you with questions and comments about the show. Send an email to kim at kimberlytobin.com. Again, that's kim at kimberlytobin.com. Now, back to Everyday Spirituality. Welcome back, everyone. I'm here with Lisa Marie Rosati, and we're talking about being in our feminine power. Before I forget, though, Lisa, can you just share with us how we can, um, our listeners can follow you or Facebook you and all that good stuff? Sure. Well, I'm all over uh, social media in general. I'm on Instagram and, and Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest. And it's, it's either under two, it's one of two uh, ways you can find me. It's either Lisa Marie Rosati or the Goddess Lifestyle Plan. And I'm very, very interactive with my community, and I'd love to hear from you, introduce yourself to me, um, you know, definitely get involved in the conversations that I'm having online and on social media platforms. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to get to know you all better. You guys will also be able to find Lisa's link on my web webpage, um, as well as Lisa has been so kind to offer us a free gift. And you can find that at www.kimberlytobin.com forward slash gifts. Lisa, would you tell us a little more about your free gift that you're offering? Sure, but you know what? <laughs> which one am I offering? Because <laughs> I have a couple <laughs> and I don't know which one we talked about. <laughs> you cracked me up. We had talked about, um, now I can't find it. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, this is fun. It's, it's find one it on Kimberlytobin.com forward slash gifts. I'll get you more information in a minute. 
<laughs> well, we, go ahead. Well, it's either the new moon manifestation records. Does that ring a bell? That's my newest gift. I, I'll find it. Hang on. Just as I get... But while I'm looking for that, can you tell me what you feel the myth that keeps most women stuck and not creating their goddess life? Sure. It's fear. Fear of so many different things. It's, it's like the who am I, you know? If I start saying no to people, if I start putting my needs first, you know, the, who, who's going to love me? Who am I to even do that? What's special about me that I could be taking care of myself before, you know, this or that? Um, you know, there's a lot of that going on. It's the fact that they don't, that, that we are, I think, I think most of us have codependency on others. So we want to be like, women have this thing where we want to be nice. You know, we're taught as little girls, be a nice little girl. Nice girls don't do that. Nice girls say please and thank you. Nice girls drop everything that's important to them to do for others. And it's all this conditioning. And that's not to say that I think that we should all turn into not nice people. I'm a, I'm a very, I don't want to say I'm a nice person, but I'll tell you what I, I know for sure. I'm a kind person. I'm very kind. But I have learned that nice basically means doormat because there are human nature to try to take advantage. Hey, when everything, when people are saying yes all the time and putting your needs before their own, then the minute they say no, you know, they, nobody likes that. I know when I started saying no to my kids and saying, hey, you're old enough, you know, do your own laundry or you're old enough, get your own drink. They didn't like that. They still come and say I never did anything for them. It's just not true. It's the <laughs> fact that they were like, what? You changed the rules? Yes, I changed the rules because now you're older. And, you know, was that hard for me as a mother? Absolutely. Because I wanted my children to not only love me, but like me. And I think that's something that is a, is a, is a very common thread between women. We want to be liked. And when you want to be liked, you're at the mercy of contorting yourself to make everybody else's agenda more important than yours. Mm-hmm. That fear of not being like stifles so many people at, at, at different levels. It, it's whether you're walking into a boardroom and you're worried about whether they like your suit or um, whether they like what you're going to say or whether they, you know, it, it, the fear of not being liked is, I think, one of the biggest ones we have. Absolutely. It's, it, you know, I work a lot with, uh, you know, ambitious, soulful women in their business, I help women create uh, their own online presence and their own laptop lifestyle. And the truth of the matter is, that's one of the biggest reasons that their businesses do not grow exponentially. It's because they're so fearful to speak their truth out loud online, whether it's because they don't want to get nasty comments or they're afraid they'll get outed in front of their family and friends that they're connected with on Facebook. And this kind of stuff keeps us very, very small unless we realize that that is just not healthy, that this is my message, this is my soul work, and I have to do this. And, and you know what? What I say is, you, you love me, so, and you're my friend. So, you know, I, I don't put conditions on my friendship and my love. It isn't like, well, if you do everything I like and say everything I like you to say, then I'm your friend. No, you could have your opinion. I'll have my opinion. We'll agree right. to disagree. But the visibility aspect is very, very important when you're trying to get your message out there, you know? 
So you mm-hmm. want that. That is something that I see women bumping up all against, but it all boils down to wanting to be liked and not wanting to have nasty internet trolls say mean things about you or not wanting your family to see something that you're up to that they might judge you about. I totally agree. Totally agree. I have to, why there's one of those, um, somebody said one time and I'm not going to quote it correctly, but it's, you know, judgment is not about you the judgment is for, is about the person who's doing the judging. It's not your responsibility Always. of whether or not they like you. It's whether or not you like Always. yourself. Always. But here's the thing. That sounds really simple and logical, but we're not, women in particular are not simple or really logical. We're more emotional. And yeah. the thing about it is, is that, and that's not an insult to women because I believe in women, I think, but we need to know where, how we're hardwired so that we can work with it in order to overcome these conditionings. It's a conditioning thing. But here was a big empowerment. Um, this was a huge shift for me. One day, I finally decided that I'd rather be respected than liked. Mm. I don't need that... people to like me. You know why? Because I like me. If somebody Bingo. doesn't like me, I'm like, they're crazy. I honestly feel that way right now. I'm very likable. Now, if yes, I you trigger you, that's a different story. I might trigger you because mm-hmm. I say unpopular things or I say stuff that could be prickly because I speak openly. Mm-hmm. So for me, I decided in every relationship in my life, including my online relationships, my online persona, I would rather be respected than liked. And once I decided that, it became much easier to step into my leadership role and to kind of just say, you know, I said to my family, I know you're, you're, you follow an organized religion. I am more spiritually eclectic. I love you. I know, I hope that you know who I am in my heart and my soul, and I hope that you can love me. And, you know, I didn't even need to say it. I just felt that way. I was like, they, they are going to love me anyways. And because... Because your belief system has nothing to do really with the person you are in your heart and your soul. So I had to really logically feel into the fact that, hey, you know, they know who I am. They've known me my entire life. If they, if they decide that they're going to ostracize me because I won't, you know, follow a, a specific rule book on religion, then I guess that's on them. Because mm-hmm. I love them no matter what. Right. You know, you said something a little bit easier or earlier about um, simple. Simple doesn't make it necessarily easy. I was one of my aha moments was simple and easy are not the same thing. A simple no. step is not necessarily easy. It no. can be very simple hard to do. Easy. Right. Usually the simplest stuff is the hardest shit to do. I'll be honest with you, because there's so many things that get up in our way. Simple need yeah. not imply easy. I say that all the time. Listen, building a thriving online business is really simple, mm-hmm. not easy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, I so appreciate, again, everything you've said and shared and, and so being with me here today. Um, your free gift is the New Moon Manifestation Guide. And again, you guys, you can find it at www.kimberlytobin.com 
forward slash gifts. And thank you for for offering that. I, I really do appreciate that. One of the last things that um, I want to share with everyone is uh, a word of the week. I believe that in different religions, one of the things that puts up barriers the most is words. There are several words out there that can be interpreted different ways. And um, one of the words that Lisa and I have talked about and I have picked for this week is goddess. When Mm. someone calls themselves a goddess or um, feels that they're a goddess or uses that word, that can really make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. So when we get back, I will, we'll discuss that. So while we're gone, think about how the word goddess makes you feel, makes it feel when someone calls you that or someone calls themselves that. And with that, we'll be right back. This is the Voice America Women's Channel, where your success is limitless. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You are tuned in to Everyday Spirituality with Kimberly Tobin. We'd love to hear from you with questions and comments about the show. Send an email to Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Again, that's Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Now, back to Everyday Spirituality. Welcome back, everyone. We were talking before break about the word goddess. Now, before we get into that, I want to ask Lisa, um, I know that you have an amazing community. And like I said, I am part of that. It's been very important in, in my life and in my growth. But can you tell me why you think being a part of an intimate community of like-minded women is essential component of our success? Oh, yeah, Definitely. Well, women are hardwired to need community. I mean, that's how we began, right? The women stayed back in the clan or the tribe, and as the men went off and hunted, women are communal by nature. Also, 
we, we need encouragement more than men do. Men are very, we're, we're just, you know, men are from Mars and women are from Venus, that whole thing. It's very true. <laughs> when you look at the way men think and operate, they can be more lone wolf type of, type of thing. Uh, a lone wolf type of uh, mentality is not natural for women. Now, women definitely, evo- uh, you know, because of circumstance in their life, I know that I prided myself on being a lone wolf. But that's not Mm -hmm. the natural state for women. And it ended up coming forward. Like all my life, I never made deep connections with other women. Like, Mm because I I had been hurt by girls growing up, you know, teased or then, of course, you know, kerfuffle over boys and all that like teenage bullshit that goes on and lynching mobs and the cool girls picking on the, you know, me. Mm -hmm. So I I built up a real feminine wound. But what, what really I became present when I began my own journey with healing all the parts of me that were wounded while growing up, what I became present to is that the way for my true empowerment was that I needed a community of women that I could trust, that I could know had my back, that would, would cheer me on and encourage me and not compete with me, not throw me under the bus. But for the life of me, I was like, where am I going to find these women? They don't even exist. So I went ahead and I created my own group. And I have to tell you, we are now three and a half years in with the Goddess Lifestyle Sisterhood of School of Magical Living. And I will tell you that there is no drama. There is no undercutting. There is nothing but support, collaboration, community, and love in that group. And mm-hmm. I really literally created the world. You know, I was the change I wanted to see in my own world. And through the sisterhood, I have healed my feminine wounds. To the point where now, I don't even remember the last time any woman that is not at that vibration really comes into my life and immediately kind of almost exits exits out because they're not at the same vibration. You know, vibrations need to match. So I I held a certain standard for the type of woman I wanted in that group. That's who gets called in. And if they're not a good match vibrationally, they immediately, you know, kind of, move move through the group, move out of the group, circumstance will bring them, get them out of the group. So why do I feel it's so important? Because we need to, we need to bounce our thoughts and our fears in a safe place um, with other wise women. We need mm-hmm. a council. And here's the point. We need a council of, of people in our lives that we speak to that are not emotionally involved with us. So, yes. you know, one of the biggest mistakes we can make is talking to our, our family, our parents, our sisters, our brothers, and our very, very closest friends about stuff in our life, whether it's relationship struggles or professional struggles or personal struggles. They are too involved. So they, like, for example, one of the smartest, I mean, my daughter is, is just so, I raised such smart, really smart, intelligent kids. She's, She's married now to somebody she's been with since she's 18 years old. She's known him her entire life, and they ended up getting married. She knew she wanted to marry him. And I will tell you, Kim, this girl has never once called me crying once about the relationship. And I thought to myself, holy shit, how could this possibly be? And one time I asked her, I said, Chelsea, do you ever fight with Phil? And she says, of course we fight. And I said, I have nev- you've never called me once. And she looked at me and she said, Mom, of course I've never called you once. Because I'll forgive Phil, and you will hold that resentment against him forever. It's just not intelligent. And I just looked at her and went, wow, 
Look at look at the woman I raised because that is yes. so true. You do not want to talk about your struggles and strife with people that are emotionally involved. Let's just say that you have a business aspiration and you want to go for it. You want to try something online or you want to open an Etsy store. Or you want to serve the world in a certain way. And you go talk to your sister, your parents, your friends. You know, their stuff is going to be projected upon you and it'll mm-hmm. take you out of the game before you even go for it. They'll, yes. they'll, they'll put their, all their own fears on you, which, of course, you know, when we're not 100, when we're unsure of how it's going to land and work out, it's very easy. All you need is somebody you love and respect to tell you, oh, that's a bad idea. All of a sudden now you're going, shit, that might be a bad idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can That's attest to the, the sisterhood with, that you have created. It, again, it has allowed me to reach out to women that I respect and, and just through cyberspace, um, the connection. But being that, it, it has allowed me to be have enough courage to try different things and see if it resonates or um, just kind of step out bigger and badder and more powerful than I was talking about stepping into your feminine power. I think a key point of stepping into your feminine power is having that support system. And again, not somebody that's tied to the outcome. That's why I think coaching is uh, with someone that's not your family is so important, which I'm, I'm sure you same way with you. Get somebody that's not tied to your outcome. They're the ones that are going to support you and say, you know that, let's try this idea because it might be a better idea, not because I'm, I'm projecting my fears on you. Exactly, exactly. And also, when you surround yourself with like-minded women, I mean, there's, I think that, you know, just the, just the name alone of the Goddess Lifestyle Sisterhood and School of Magical Living implies that it's a spiritual group, that we work with the moon and the magic and the universal laws. So it's, it's, a, it's a very esoteric kind of group of healers and wise women and women that work with herbs and, and holistic modalities of healing. These are the wisest women I believe that you, these are the people you want to talk to when you're saying, I really want to go for this, or I'm having this, this, this struggle within my body, or I'm bumping up against this, this ease of my body. You are going to get, you know, no less than 20 or 30 holistic, wise opinions from women who are thinking outside the box. This is the kind of arsenal you want. You don't want to go and talk to people that have never, you know, tried an essential oil or worked with an herb. You want to try things outside the box. That's how we expand. That's how we grow. So if that's something you're, you know, crystals, gemstones, holistic modalities that are in more of the spiritual realm. So this is the type of playground that where I flourish and the women that are attracted to my work, they flourish. And what it does is it gives you a safe space. I know when I'm thinking of a shenanigan or like something I want to do, I'm like, I have sisters, I want to try this. They're like, yes, it's going to work. Like instead of them projecting bullshit on me, they're like, you know, I'll be like shenanigans at seven. Great. I'll bring the wine, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. So instead of the whole, all the reasons why it won't work, it's all the support of why it will work. And, and they also, the right people in your life, whether it's the right mentor or the right community, they will remind you just how talented, amazing, and powerful you are when you forget. We all forget our own power from time mm-hmm. to time. And when we support each other, we all flourish. So true. I mean, women who bond together and work together create miracles, both great and small. So 
I'm a big believer of that. I've healed my feminine wounds. I live it. I walk it. It's the biggest blessing I think I've ever brought my, my, my own life. And mm-hmm. I recommend it for all women to find a like-minded tribe. Yes, absolutely. Now, to finish up, when we were talking about the word of the week, it's goddess. Now, I found that um, the free dictionary by Farflex, I can't talk, defines goddess as a woman of great beauty or grace. Mm -hmm. What would you define goddess as? (laughs) Well, see, that's a little bit of an interesting thing. Yeah, I think a woman, a goddess is a woman of great beauty and grace. Sure. but, But what is the definition of beauty and grace? Because to me, beauty is from within as well. So I could see that when you're looking at that definition, a woman of great beauty and grace, if you're looking at it through muggle eyes, you would Mm -hmm. see that it's very superficial. But Mm -hmm. when I think of a woman of great beauty, that's a woman who is completely and 100% comfortable with herself. She can walk in the room and not compare herself to one other woman in that room. That's beautiful to me. It doesn't matter what the outside looks like. That's the magical lens, uh, the symbolic lens. But quite frankly, if I was to say what my definition of of a goddess is, it's a woman who's always on the green grass growing edges of becoming her most powerful and healthy self. And she recognizes and acknowledges the divine that lives within her at all times and, and walks through life from that place of divinity. Wow. And talk about feminine power. I'm telling you. Yeah. Thank you again so very much for being here with me today. You guys, I would like to continue this conversation on Facebook and Twitter. Follow me at uh, Clarity underscore Kim for Twitter and Everyday Spirituality Path on Facebook. And tell me what you feel goddess means to you. And if you're comfortable being called a goddess or if you are uncomfortable when someone else calls themselves a goddess. Thank you so very much for joining me today. And until next week, may each and every day be filled with wonder, magic, and blessings. Until next time, guys. Thank you for joining Kimberly Tobin for Everyday Spirituality. Be sure to tune in again for another program next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll impart some more spiritual wisdom then.